0: yay networks hello and welcome to the evil Logger's guide to life i am the evil logger but i'm not nearly as evil as elizabeth warren thank you for tuning in i'm the evil Logger and you are not i know you're waiting to hear that so elizabeth warren of um lately of well, I think she got her fame by being the voice of the teacher on Charlie Brown, womp, 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 and her failed presidential run, which, my goodness, listen to that woman, has now put forth what she calls a wealth tax. You got a collection of Jordans worth a whole lot of money? You're not planning on selling them? Well, you're going to have to. Because you're going to have to pay the taxes on them now. Comic book collection? Worth a lot of money. Not planning on selling it. Got to leave it to your grandkids? Nope. You're going to have to sell it now because you're going to owe taxes now. Car collection? That's going to hit me and a bunch of my friends pretty hard. Yeah, you got to pay the taxes on it when it appreciates. Not when you sell it. All those stocks and bonds and bitcoins in your IRAs and Roths, yep, you're going to have to liquidate, pay the taxes now because they've increased in value. This is the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But basically, what Warren and Sanders and someone from Oregon who's a Democrat that I can't even pronounce their name, so I'm assuming they're a refugee um, diversity hire, I mean election, what they're proposing is, well, it goes way beyond their wealth tax. What they're proposing is that you would pay tax on the appreciation of your assets, whether you sell them or not. This is the most dangerous wealth transfer mechanism known to man. It's basically, you know, it's it's the inheritance tax times a million. You know, under the old inheritance tax, say you and your wife, cousin, uh, Jackie, Bob, and your Joe, Bob, and your little inbred kids inherited the family farm under the old um, inheritance tax. You would have to dump it, and in order to pay the taxes, unless you just happen to have, you know, a few million dollars laying around. Well, we got rid of that, and there's still can there's still an inheritance tax, but it's it's on really, really large amounts. And the way it can be structured, you can get around it. But uh, that was the closest thing to what they're talking about. And basically what happened is if you inherited something, like I said, so you inherited the family business. And um, the government came in and said, business is worth a million dollars. And when your parents started it or your grandparents started it or whatever, they started it with like 98 bucks. So you owe us taxes on 999,000 whatever dollars that leaves. And we'll need 40% of that. And we'll need it now. So the only thing you could do is liquidate the family business or the family farm unless you're really cash heavy. But if you're really cash heavy when you inherited it, they got 40% of that too. So it was a double dip, and what it resulted in was a great transfer of family farms and family businesses to big corporations, corporate farmers, corporate ranchers and uh, and a lot of them just playing going out of business and having to liquidate and you know auction off you know say you had a machine shop, auction off all the equipment, sell the real estate so that you can pay the taxes, which means you got pennies on the dollar, but you paid, the taxes in dollars on the dollar because you weren't taxed on what you were able to get for it. You were taxed on the difference between <clears throat> what it was started for and what it was worth in the end. So you got screwed nine ways from Sunday. Now, what Warren and Sanders and the person whose name I can't even begin to pronounce are proposing, is doing the same thing. Sorry, Pramila Jadigalapal. <laughs> I know I massacred that. And Brendan Boyle, all Democrats, all far left socialist Marxist pieces of anti American garbage. What they are proposing is the same kind of tax on everything. Now, that old style wealth tax is gone uh, wealth tax, inheritance tax. That old style one is gone. But the new one that they're proposing that they're calling a wealth tax is and a Patriot tax, you know, talk about word salad and that's what Biden came up with. Biden came up with the name Patriot tax. Basically it taxes you for being a Patriot. that's, that's, that's what we're going to call it. Since, since he threw that out there, it, it taxes you for being a Patriot. It would apply to everything you own. And, I mean everything. If you buy a bunch of antiques for your house and they go up in value, it would apply. If you are, like I spoke of in the beginning of the show, you collect things, uh, comic books or whatever, guns, (laughs) especially, I imagine, if you collect guns, they'll probably take the guns and make you pay a tax on them. Then you would have to pay... Tax on that whether you sell them or not. I mean, as it is right now, if you have a collection, say I go out and buy uh, a Testarossa, uh, a vintage Ferrari, I, I say I go get another one and I get really lucky and get one for a hundred grand. Yeah, I know it'll never happen. Any my car guy friends who listen to this sure are like, yeah, if you do one for a hundred, you buy four of them. <clears throat> And, uh, you know, I get it home, uh, cl- clean it up a little bit, uh, drive it around for a couple of weeks, and then, you know, sell it for market price, which is, you know, say 175 200 Well, you know, that's income, and I got to pay tax on the difference. I got to pay capital gains tax on the difference between what I paid for the car, what I sold the car for. Now, that's really simplified. There's all kinds of numbers that go into play, but I'm going to simplify it because you're listening to this and you're like, geez, I don't want to hear about taxes. Will he make some more stripper jokes? I might. Um, so that's the way it is now, but under the new system, say I bought the same car and I was like, man, I really enjoy this car. I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep it and drive it well, the IRS would come knocking and say, hey, man, that car is worth $200,000. You know, and they'd probably say it was worth three, even though you can never get that. And if you don't believe me, go down and fight your property tax sometime. And they're like, well, your house is worth $1.8 million. And you're like, yeah, okay, if you say that, I'll sell it to you. And they're like, <laughs> No, it doesn't work that way. You know, so... You would have to pay tax on whatever they told you it was worth. And if you're a wealthy person, you would probably end up hiring a tax lawyer and in litigation with the IRS over the value of all of this stuff because you would have a whole lot of stuff that they would be telling you was worth a whole lot of money and trying to make you pay tax on it. Well, if you weren't a wealthy person, and say you just got lucky and you bought that one-of-one Harley-Davidson, and it turned out it was you know you got it for forty eight hundred bucks, and it turned out it was worth ten grand. Oh, they're gonna be knocking on your door too. And you don't think you're like no, there's no way they have the manpower for that. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. In addition to that, five percent of everything you own every single year. This is the wealth tax. Five percent of everything you own will be taken every single year. Think about that for a second. Say you're the millionaire next door and you've got, you've been buying rental property for, I don't know, 20 years at auction and you go fix them up and maybe you hire a couple of guys and, you know, you fix them up and all of a sudden, you know, way down the road, you're worth a few million dollars. And the IRS comes to you and says, hey, not only do we need 40% of the increase on all of those houses for the last 20 years, but you're a millionaire and so we also need another 5% of that couple million bucks you're worth every single year in perpetuity. Well, if you think about it, say you've got a $100 bill, and you give the IRS $5 first year, that'll leave you with $95. The second year, you give them 5% of $95, that'll leave you with $91. Not too far down the road, the government owns everything. And if you can't pay, they will lean you up, they'll put liens on everything, and they'll take it. And if you don't believe me, you can listen to one of my shows about civil forfeiture and how they don't even have to charge you with a crime to steal all your shit. And don't think they won't use the same rhetoric and the same, how do I say this, tactics to enforce this. But wait, you say. There's 339 million people in this country. That's an awful lot of cars and comic books and antiques and rent houses and everything else. There's no way the IRS can possibly keep up with all that. I'm getting to that. Now, if you're really rich, you're going to have to pay a little bit more. And if you decide... Screw you guys. I'm going home. If you, sorry, I didn't have the Cartman bumper loaded up. I have to do it myself. Um, if you decide to take your football and go home, there is a 40% across the board, zero deductions. They take 40% of your money if you skip the country. So you're going to have to do the math in your head. How many years am I going to put up with this? Or does it become. Is, is it expedient to just go ahead and give them 40% of all of my shit and take my wealth and my factories and my company and everything else and stick it somewhere else, which is what I think a lot of the really wealthy people would do, is try to get out of the 40%, but if they couldn't, they would just flee the, flee the country. They would go somewhere else, and they would take the jobs they create with them. Now, you're going to all keep saying the same thing, and this is going to be a really short show too, by the way because we're talking about taxes and, you know, I don't want to bore anyone into a car accident. How in the world are they going to enforce all that? Well, it includes a half a trillion dollars to the IRS for enforcement, meaning the IRS can pretty much hire 20% of the nation. Are you seeing where this is going This is like old Soviet Russia tactics where the state steps in with such egregious tax and seizure laws, and I call them laws in quotation marks because there's nothing legal about any of this except for the fact that they can do it, and strips all private property from all private citizens and then sets up a draconian organization to ensure enforcement of even the slightest, even the slightest. I mean, if you have something that's worth $5 more than it was worth last year with 20%, uh, and and when you added that 20% to the 20% of the American people who are already on a government payroll, you've got 40% snitches and 60% people just trying to live out their lives. There is no way that you can get away from this if it passes. Now, will this level of madness pass? Not now. Not right now it won't. Um, the, negative imp- the negative impact on the economy, the fact that everybody who is a, uh, a maker, everybody who owns a company, everybody who creates jobs would, would split, they would leave, greatly overcomes the fact that, you know, that this would raise $2.6 trillion a year. Um, And that's not Warren's numbers, but that's the real numbers. Wealth taxes, not to this extent, but similar wealth taxes have been tried by the the great and failing uh, Soviet European countries, and they've all been repealed. Um, but that's not going to stop Senator Warren, I'm the teacher's voice on Charlie Brown or representative Pramila Jalapal or Brendan Boyle from introducing this BS every single year. Of course, you know, when she was running for president, if anybody remembers that, you know, before that stolen election where we got this potato that we have now, um, she talked a lot about how she wanted to do this and that's probably why she never, never made it, never got anywhere with that, uh, in that primary. Um, did I promise you say, I'd say something about strippers, strippers. Yes. Uh, Hey, your lucite heels that are now vintage. Yeah. The IRS is going to be one, at least one of those. And with that, thanks for listening. Have an evil day.